Harlem streets stay flooded in white powder Like those motherfuckers running away from the Twin Towers Gunshots rock the earth like a meteor shower Bowling for Columbine fear, giving the media power Innocence devoured like a chicken spot snack box Government cocaine cooked in the ghetto crack rock Corrupt cops, false testimony at your arraignment Check the check, constant struggle to make the payments Working your whole life wondering where the day went The subway stays packed like a multicultural slave ship It's rush hour, 2.30 to 8, non-stopping And people coming home after corporate sharecropping And fuck flossing Mothers are trying to feed children But gentrification is kicking them Out of they building a generation of babies Born without health care Families homeless Thrown the fuck off the welfare Killing fields uptown We live in distress And hang the flag upside down The sound of conservative politicians On television People in the hood are blind So they tell us to listen They vote for us to go to war instantly But none of their kids serve in the infantry The odds are stacked against us Like out. a casino <laughs> How goes it? You gotta tell them the special occasion Special occasion Andrew Terrell I'm in St. Louis Well... That's not too special. I mean, for the pod, the podcast, for the as podcast. itself, it's a first for something. It's the first time we're all together. We're all in the same we're room. All in the we're exact not talking same room. to a computer screen or anything. It's a very special edition where you guys, unfortunately, don't get to hear random chat noises from or Kevin snaps <laughs> or street snaps. Street snaps. Yeah, he called people me this out week. on the podcast. I have yeah. to call him out. Yeah. I'm sorry. Kevin Boat. We got podcast beef now. Yeah. You guys are fighting via podcast. Um, I just want to say if you guys had a real radio show, mm-hmm. you'd be in a lot of trouble. You guys say some pretty unpolitically correct things on here. <laughs> Like when uh, you allowed Jimmy on here. Yes. And uh, this isn't even really just an inappropriate issue. This is just no one like said anything. What the fuck? He came on here and was like, uh, maybe Obama's an evil Muslim. And he's lying about Bin Laden's death. So when he comes back alive, everyone will rebel against him. Okay, I don't and see, I just want to say, I, I yet to see any problem. Before, you have yet to see any problem. I, um, did no one think to say, "Oh, why is Israel our biggest ally?" Then actually, I don't remember him saying that. Oh, he said it. <laughs> I, I and. And he, he definitely said there's it. a lot. <laughs> he definitely definitely said it. Yeah, that's all right though. I love Jimmy. It's all good. Um, I'm happy to be here again. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's what the thing about podcasting is, is that you can be politically incorrect. There's no censor. Yeah. I mean, Tony Guy said someone looked hot for a black chick. (laughs) 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 It's all right. It's all right. It's 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 a free speech zone is what Podchats is. And I'm all for it. It's, It's the greatest way to express the truth. Yeah, I'd say I'm probably your biggest fan. Uh, I don't outside. know. There, there, there outside might of be. Your mom. <laughs> my, my mom is quite the fan. 
She hasn't listened to the last two episodes. Though. Yeah, so she's definitely not the biggest fan, actually. She's missed a lot of background noise. There's probably a lot of other moms out there that are liking pod chats a lot more. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I saying. doubt that. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, uh, you know what TV show I've been rewatching? I've been rewatching every single season. All right, it is awesome. I mean, right, pretend you don't know. This is what? like stand-up comedy. Pretend you don't know what I'm going to say. Is it a TV show called That Was a Nice Segway? <laughs> I got to work on my segways. It's no, all right. No, it's all right. That's all right. I'm one, like more segways. of a one-liner. You know what? Segways are better than silence. But what about what are no segways better than? No segways? Are also better than silence? What, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about right, segues and anyway, silence. Let's talk uh, about The Wire. I mean, uh, whatever uh, show yeah, you're going to talk about. The Wire. I think it is possibly one of the greatest dramas ever on television. Really? Ever, really? Ever. Ever, ever, ever. If you don't know what it is, it's uh, it's like Law & Order, but instead of uh, instead of doing a case every episode... They do a case about every season or two seasons, so it's a lot more in detail. And a lot of it's focused on uh, life in the ghetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, not, it's not all it's just... It's in Baltimore, like, Yeah, right? it's in the Baltimore slums. And it's not all about the cops. They have a lot of stuff about the gangs and, like, homeless people in the city, too. I might just like it because of the sociology major. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's a crazy TV show. No, yeah, I've, I've always... Uh... I've always wanted to watch The Wire. It's kind of my my next TV show, but I got into Lost last Ugh. summer. Ugh. I know, I know. Ugh. I, I got to say this. I got to... No, I don't got to say okay. it. Hold like, on. I'm say it. Say it. Say it. No, you're going to say it, but I'm just I'm saying. I'm just saying. Lost uh, was enjoyable <laughs> while I watched it, but it led the to end nothing. is like... Uh, I need to compare it to something. They needed one more season. It might have been... I've, I've never even watched the episode. They either or need- an episode of the entire show, and I knew the second that show started was the end was just going to be you're going to have the bluest balls after that. Just be like, really? That's the big reveal after well, all that. How many hours did you put into that? Uh, uh, there's a ton. There's like 140 episodes of. Lost. Yeah, and it ends, and you're like, really? And every episode's about 44 minutes long. Holy yeah. shit. Well, The Wire's an hour long. So, I kind of got burnt out on watching, like, long... Mm-hmm. Se- and I don't even... Like, like, like I stopped... Wa- I didn't even watch season five of Dexter. I was a huge fan oh, of Dexter. neither did I, man. I was a huge fan of Dexter. I, I loved season, season four. Five. I was turned off. I love season, season four. I lo- I, see, I, like, I really like season one a lot because you didn't really know the boundaries of the show. Like, you're like, whoa, he's a serial killer. That's crazy. What's going to happen next? But then after season two and season three, you kind of know, like, you don't expect some of the twists, but you know the general boundaries of the show. And I feel like each episode kind of followed the same format, and it kind of just got a little old for me, I feel like. Yeah, but in season four, I feel like they really, this is what happened for me when I watched Dexter. I really enjoyed season one. Season two was awesome. Season three, I was a little... Yeah, Yeah, season three kind of... But then season four was real good. Season four was good. The story was really good. But then um, I saw the first episode of season five. Wasn't that impressive? Really? And I, I also heard, I know um, Mike Kennedy, we'll have to get him on the podcast also. Oh, yeah. He watched it with Scott Toman, who 
He's been on the podcast a couple times. Mm-hmm. They watched it of course. together the fifth season. May I say, Scott, Scott Toman, podcast favorite. Mm-hmm. Ties with me now. Yeah. yeah. Ties with me. Yeah. He hasn't done a live show. Well, live, yeah. but he's talked to a computer. He may, hey, we, we may do two podcasts this week. You never know. We may have to do the... I would not mind talking to Scott Toman. I love that kid's laugh. Anyway, go on. But yeah, and then, so I heard from them that... Season 5, it got better towards the end, but for the most part, it was a little lackluster. And I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it, because yeah. I feel like I would have been disappointed. That show jumped because, the see, shark. Well, I don't... Well, I, I know... Well, that's because of personal issues, and that's unfortunate about that. Well... The fact that they got... You even know, before that, I feel like it jumped the shark. Well, I don't know. Oh, you're talking about when... End they, of season 4. Spoiler alert. No, well, don't just say end of, just end of, season, end of four. season 4. I don't know if they jumped a shark, necessarily, but uh, what I will say is that... Uh, hold on one second. I'm getting a... I have no idea <laughs> He's getting a call I'm getting a, contact. A, 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 a some <laughs> contact that I have no idea who it is. Called Plum Windows. Anyway... We were on a roll, man. This is your own podcast. Oh, my God. This is why you would never make it on the radio. Because I I, I, sh- I should just put my phone. You know what? Get phone. rid of the phone. Get rid I'll of the talk, phone. I'll talk while you're Get rid of the phone. Get on. Uh, you know what show, what other show I felt jumped the shark? Weeds. Weeds jumped the shark after they moved. Well, spoiler alert. Yeah. At, well, after they moved. Let's just yeah. say that. What I was going to say about Dexter, sorry, is that, like Anthony, I, I loved season one. That was great. I, lo- I thought season two... <laughs> sorry about that. That was Anthony. Fucking Anthony. Jesus Christ. Anyways, I loved uh, season two. And I was... Yeah, season three was... I don't know. Jimmy, that just Jimmy Carter. Jimmy, no, he kind of did. Anthony. <laughs> Jimmy, what? <laughs> Jimmy, uh, no, no. Jimmy Smith is that. That's his name. That's the actor's name who played Pardo or whatever the the lawyer guy, the district attorney in season three. Did not like him. Lord, oh the uh, the uh, Pardo. I think his name. Yeah, was. District, Pardo. the DA guy. Yeah, yeah. The, the Mexican. Yeah. yeah the Mexican oh, guy. now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, talk you're about so PC. talk about politically yeah. incorrect. Well, what's politically incorrect <laughs> about <laughs> this? The dude is the Mexican. Mexican. He's Cuban. I'm not being racist. I'm being specific. He's, he, he's Cuban, if you remember from the show. But anyways, season four, <laughs> John Lithgow right. was amazing. <laughs> Latina, Latina. Ah, fuck it. John yeah, Lithgow. John Lithgow was Who's John amazing. Lithgow? He played, no, he played. That's Michael C. Hall. John Lithgow is from Third Rock. Third Rock on the Sun. I never watched that bad, show. He was the bad guy in the people say season. people say black entertainment television. Why isn't there a white entertainment television? And then you look at shows like Third Rock from the Sun, and you're like, oh, there already is. Well, dude, but yeah, but it's Big great television. I, I never said oh, black television can't have black television. Black television can have Tyler Perry all they want. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Meet the Browns. I know oh. a lot of people that like Meet the Browns. Dude, Soul Plane is a classic. Soul Plane is a fantastic movie, people. You guys, I mean, everybody it, should see the movie Soul Plane. Tom Arnold, it's Tom Arnold's finest work in my opinion. <laughs> that movie, you know what movie you brought up the other day on the pod chats? Let's talk about movies for a second. Okay. Because you, like you, you guys like the video games. And I'll talk video games, hmm. but uh, let's talk the movies. Yeah. So the movie you brought up the other day was Strange Wilderness. Yes. 
That is a classic. It's, it's Strange I Wilderness. I don't understand how there's a zero yeah, on I was Rotten say, Tomatoes. Strange Wilderness, my one of my favorite comedic movies, yet holds a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's not like it's an unknown, like a, like a couple of, like, even ten. Ten votes, I'd say, like, all right, only ten people, yeah, only like, ten critics. But I'm pretty sure it's about 40 votes. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, you know what the thing about Strange Wilderness is, is that... It like it's obviously like when they're traveling through the South America, it's obviously just like the hills of Los Angeles. That's what makes it so funny. I like, know. So... Well, I know, but I mean that's what I'm saying. You can't expect Dude, those critics same to fucking like it. critics though will look at a, a comedy made by any other production studio and be like, "Oh, it's so corny that it's like genuine." It's yeah. bullshit. I mean, it's the same thing with the. Uh... Crank movies. If you go into it, well, you, no, but Crank, Crank one and two, both respectively, uh, hold sixty percent. Yeah, I mean, if you go, man, Crank. If you go into that movie, just gotta take, take Crank for what it is. Exactly, Crank is very artistic. If you go into that movie expecting a serious, um, like a serious film and a serious action movie, then you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. the power just went out, but guess what? My computer has 87% battery, so I think and we are we're not fantastic. Live, so it's all good. Uh, so, so the movie I wanted to talk about was, we always talk about a documentary on here. And Well, first, first let me start off by saying Inside Job. You've been seeing it, seen it. But uh, a documentary on Netflix called The Human Experience. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's these... Uh, Two brothers and their well, two brothers and their friends, and their their dad was like an alcoholic, and their mom died of AIDS, so they're in like an orphan, uh, are their orphans? They're in an orphanage, and they go out and try to like get this world experience. So they they go through uh, three things. The first thing they do is they live homeless on the streets of New York and a homeless like with homeless people for like the coldest two weeks of winter. The second week they go to like Guatemala and take care of all these like abandoned kids who got abandoned by their parents like uh thrown away and then the third one is they go to a ghana leopard colony and it's just like crazy it's like a it's a really moving movie it has a really positive message but it it was like pretty graphic <laughs> yeah that's uh it's, it's this kind of movies that really kind of i don't know make you realize kind of one thing I, it's, it's kind of like I, what i wanted to bring up but yeah, there's been some tornadoes in Joplin, Missouri. We might talk about it a little bit, mm. but that Nick posted on his Facebook, and it was a lot of people say, and I, I, I think this is so true. I, I think this yeah. is so true. I agree with this so much. A lot of people on Facebook now, and you know, with with Twitter and Facebook post, you know, their opinions on anything, will say things like, "Oh, pray for Joplin, pray for Missouri. Joplin. Pray for the people in Japan. Pray for." Alabama, whatever, doesn't matter. But they'll say, you know, we pray for this. But how many of those people actually do something about donate it? Donate anything? Yeah, I donate mean, anything? Do, do I mean it, it, it's it's one thing to yes, it's nice to think about them, but yeah. don't I I I, 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 I feel like well, I feel like the internet's kind of diluted activism because instead of. I mean, I'm, everyone's kind of guilty for this, too. Mm-hmm. But you can go on there and be like, oh, support the environment. I'll support it by bitching about it on my, as my status update. Yeah, and yeah. Or, like, people or, will... People, or the ones where they're, oh, make your profile yeah. picture. Uh, Fucking I, I have a best, story to tell. The best was yeah. make... Put this as your for status. Yeah. 
Put this as your status for Child Abuse Awareness Month. Who's not aware of child abuse? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> you guys even know what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah. Like, if I told... I told, We I need said to let anyone, people know about what's happening to these kids. Any, okay? For, for everyone who puts that as their Facebook status, I will beat a child myself. <laughs> That's how much I'm opposed to shit. Well, not opposed, I, but... Yeah. It, whatever. I, I have a quick story to tell about uh, donating to the environment. So... I, I've always thought this whole thing about, you know, being green and everything, is, I think it's great. But honestly, it's just one big, you know, it, it's a business. It it's is. one huge business is making a ton of money. It is. Let me say and that. Well, 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 well yeah, let me just first. finish my story Your real story. quick. So I, my opinion on uh, the environment is I try to be, you know, we recycle, I guess. I mean, it, we, I mean, everybody in Arizona recycles. It's like a law, I think. But uh we recycle a little bit, and I, I don't really care about the environment that much. I mean, I do, I, whatever. Anyways, the point of the story is I got a – the door rang the other day because we get a bunch of solicitors all the time. And it was this uh, girl that I know that I'd hung – we'd that had come over to our house for like a couple of parties earlier in the year or something. I don't know. But she would forgotten that we lived there, and it was her and this weird motherfucker – and she goes, oh my god, I forgot to go to your house. I'm like, oh, and it's like, so I felt bad already. I'm like, oh, what is it? I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And then she goes, and this guy's like, all right, hey, we're here to support the environment. He was like, obviously, he was homosexual for not like, that there's anything wrong. Not with that it. there's anything wrong with it. Get a little Seinfeld jokes. In yeah, here. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but he was like, oh, you know, let's support the environment, whatever, blah 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 blah. So, and he basically like suckered me in. To supporting Whoa. the environment, so I like I didn't he give him any of my. You into supporting he's the like he's like yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? In the You're end, like shit. No, now I care. Well, no, because like it was like she was there, and I couldn't just be like no, thank you, and like send her because I felt bad, you know. You're I a nice to, guy. I'm You're a like nice your guy. father. You're all yeah. About so the so he kept trying to sign me up for this shit, and I'm like, of course, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll do whatever like you want me to do here, but I do not want any of your bullshit like email or fucking phone calls. I don't want to yeah, put my I'm name sure on anything. You said it like that. I didn't say it like that, but I, that's what I was saying. I know I was talking about that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. So I told him, I'm like, look, dude, can I just like just give you something? He's like, yeah, usually for a one time donation, it's like sixty dollars. I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. This in my mind, I'm like, wait a second, I'm not donating fucking sixty dollars to just a business. Yeah. Well, yeah. I ended up it's donating. A- I ended up donating twenty dollars. Well, the problem with this shit like that is, first of all, you don't know where it's going. But second of all, like, and you, you know look what? at Al Gore. I'm not. I'm not upset about twenty dollars. Yeah, I'd rather have donated it to like a homeless shelter or something. You know, a different cause. But whatever. Well, the thing is, like Al Gore will give his green speeches and fly back on his private jet. And I understand a lot of the green movement is a business. Mm-hmm. But like, if you think about how fucked. Our planet's going to be when, mm-hmm. like, everyone in China gets a car. Like, yeah. the economy's growing, and, a, like, a lot of them don't have cars, and they're going to start buying them. Like, we got to change something up because that yeah. will... Well, and the, 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 the unfortunate thing that uh, one of my teachers at Arizona State pointed out is that... Uh, is that uh, <laughs> sorry, I interrupted Anthony, but I'm going to get this out anyways. Is that... It, uh, is that like the other shit? The reason why it's not picking up is because like it's not more efficient yet. You know? Yeah. Like electricity and like corn oil, all that shit is not more efficient yet. 
<laughs> to you, Anthony. <laughs> to you, Anthony, Mister. I want to talk. Sorry. I wouldn't I say. Bad. I wouldn't say that. It, well, a. I wouldn't say that it's not more efficient. It's just that it hasn't. The reason that you know cleaner energies haven't been adapted is because largely because it's expensive to. You know, you have to get a brand new car with that with a engine that uses biofuels or whatever. Yeah. Which. Most people can't afford. But anyway, mm-hmm. I want to go. Yeah, back. the whole it, it's the whole used car industry. <laughs> I want to go back to would be uh, fucked. I want to go back to <laughs> what Nick was talking about, where when everyone in China gets a car, we're going to be in trouble. And also, I wanted to talk to Nick about if you start talking about singularity, I'm walking out the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start talking about the cosmos. Um, oh, the cosmos. Yeah, I was I watching s- one today where uh, Carl Sagan was talking about. Um, I believe it was Venus. Um, and how it's just this this planet where all it is is just covered in these thick carbon dioxide clouds, and the surface is like three hundred some odd degrees Celsius, like nine hundred degrees Fahrenheit. It's like ridiculously hot, and it's because of the greenhouse effect. And he started to go on and talk about, and this was he made this in the seventies. He started to go and talk about how today. Um, you know, the greenhouse effect, we increase that all the time with our factories, with every, you know, with right. almost everything we do because we burn all these fossil fuels. Yeah. And what he said is things, we need to take care of this or else our planet, you know, it won't be, it won't be, you know, in the next hundred years, in the next couple hundred years or whatever, but eventually if we keep it up at this rate, at this exponential rate that we're polluting, you know, our atmosphere, then eventually... We could become like that. And he said it perfectly. He said, we're living with this world as if we're the only generation that gets yeah. this world. Yeah. I mean, I think Carl Sagan's probably one of my favorite stoners. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Carl Sagan. I, I Carl love Sagan. Some Carl Sagan. It reminds me of the joke, uh, and this is why we need a laugh track. I don't know. I, I've, I've, uh, I've only watched like one episode of Carl Sagan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I was just saying, I, I'm not too No, yeah, I haven't watched Sagan. any of it. You, I, think, I think you should check it out. The first couple of episodes, they're a little slow, but once he actually starts talking and explaining about things, it's so fascinating because it's not that he just talks about like space and all the different planets and everything. He talks about the evolution of knowledge, like the evolution of how humans got to where we are today. For instance, I was watching one today, and he was talking about the Dutch, how they were all these merchants, and since they had all this money, then they were able to, and they also had very, a freedom of speech was just everywhere, and so people were, um, you know, trying to think, oh, well, maybe these ideas that we've held true for thousands of years, they're wrong, and so people, it led them to explore the world because since the Dutch were so good, they were big merchants. They already had all the ships. And so they started exploring the world, which broadened their mind and everything. And so it's just very interesting to hear about how the human race has evolved from, you know, monkeys or whatever. And now we are what we are today. Yeah. And it's, guess it's, what? It's a shame it's all going to end with the bear apocalypse. Yeah, dude. I <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. The bear apocalypse, baby. The bear oh apocalypse. It's happening. God. It's happening. The Berenstein Bears was a prophecy. <laughs> I got to say this. For the record, I put my vote with Anthony. What? Here's why. Well, which, would, which would cause the end of humanity first? 
The robot. Wait. The the zombies versus zombies the bears. versus the bears. Because when bears kill people, they don't multiply. Yeah, they don't make more. When bears. zombies kill people, they multiply. But there's no such thing as a zombie. But I can see that being a lot. <laughs> well, maybe not more likely. But even if both of them happen, the no, bears I'm, you just obviously if, if a zombie existed, yeah, that would be a. A bigger fucking apocalypse than that would be a huge. Well, deal. what if what if the fact Obama, I think there's a better the evil Muslim thought that yeah, <laughs> just getting on my job. Yeah, what the fuck? Put it on me. Drew, I'm pretty sure if there was if bears turned on humans, I'm pretty sure there's enough humans and weapons in the world where we can we can kill all the bears. Oh, Panda bears are already know. like endangered. Yeah, species. bears are endangered species. We're all doing a pretty good job at beating them. It could happen. I think there's a better chance that that could happen over zombies. You never know, with, people. With, like, smallpox and shit? Mm-hmm. You don't know. Anyways, like I was saying before, <laughs> I think it's scary. Yeah, you're ta- yeah, sorry about getting <laughs> off topic. As I was saying before, I think it's scary about one of the things about uh, how technology's uh, adapting so fast. I think our brain, eventually, the human's brain is not going to be able to keep up with all of it, man. Technology? Yeah. What do you mean? If technology keeps doubling itself every 18 months as mm-hmm. like Moore's Law... Or you fuckers Moore's are going to talk about singularity. I'm not going to talk about singularity. This is, this is not going to talk about He's singularity. Going towards there. He's going to... I'm this not going to talk about starts. singularity. It always starts with that. He's always the one. Anthony's always the we one were who brings up singularity. He told me about it at a party, too, the other day. Or mm-hmm. not the other day. It was like... It's interesting. The other it's month. Inter- it's interesting. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. Anyways, but let me... Uh, but I think it's going to be if, if technology keeps doubling every eighteen months, how much are we going to be able to adapt in in, no, yeah, I mean, in ten years? Even that's exactly what it's you know that's part of it. <laughs> is that, that it'll just get so no. smart that it just let's go this direction it, with so. it. Okay. I just want a robot that I can have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> like like synthetic. Uh, or like, do you just want to fuck a metal, like made out metal of, box made out of warm bagels? Made out of warm bagels. <laughs> I think that I think that's the Jew in your blood. It's the Jew in, my it's blood. The Jew in your blood. See, there you go. You with your racist comments. <laughs> this is why you'll never make it. <laughs> I don't you give can't a... be saying that Jew blood. <laughs> you sound like Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Jew blood. Um, I'm just kidding. Jim. Jim's not uh, a racist. Jim's. Jim's a good guy. Jim's a good guy. Something I want to talk to you about, Nick, since you're a, uh, you know, you're big into like sociology and all that. Sociology. Sort of you want to talk sociology? Uh, well, or not necessarily that, but okay. I want to bring this up for. I want. I want to hear your opinion on this. Drew, I'm sure has heard of this before, but Joe Rogan is a big. Oh yeah. Um, I'm big Joe Rogan. Huge fan. Joe Rogan fan. He's a big fan of this guy. Well, he's not a big fan of this guy, but he likes this. He speaks about this theory a lot. This guy named Terrence. McKenna. Oh, Terrence McKenna. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's a uh, he was like a philosopher, a researcher, spiritual like leader sort of thing, and uh, he had this idea that there's this there's this part of human evolution where the brain of you know whatever monkey or whatever part of the line that was in it you know grew. I forget what the number is, like, you know, two times, three times, four times the size in a short span of time. And there's been no explanation for it. People have tried to attribute and, it to... Yeah, you're talking about in that evolution, there was at one point where our brain 
So like it, yeah, grew, it grew like a short span of time and then stopped growing. No, no, no. Like it grew a ton. Like four, it like grew four times its size in mm-hmm. like you know a couple hundred thousand years or something okay. like that. Which there's no re- you know there's no explanation. Some people have tried to attribute it to oh people you know they started eating meat, but then counter argument to that is well tigers and lions they eat animal meat all the time. Why haven't their brains done the same thing? And so this Terence McKenna guy, he has a theory that around the same time, um, there was a big, not necessarily deforestation, but there was a big like climate change on the earth, um, where it was a lot grassier and stuff. Defloration? Well, I don't know, I forget. I'll I'll just show you the video. Um, (laughs) Joe Rogan linked a video on his Twitter earlier today, but... Uh, what happened is that there were a lot of cows and stuff, and they ate, and so... Yeah, yeah, I've heard about this. And you know how, like, psilocybin mushrooms grow on cow turds? Yeah. Or that's, like, a good source for them? This guy's theory, Terrence McKenna's theory, is that the monkeys were trying to adapt to the new environment, so they were trying to find things to eat, and they found these psilocybin (laughs) mushrooms. Power just kicked back on, people, sorry. (laughs) So they found these psilocybin mushrooms and ate them, and that's what led... Because it it led to this monkey society Man. or whatever, where there was just... Um, I know. This is, a, this is a ridiculous it's, theory, it's a pretty wild theory. Yeah. Sounds like someone came up with this theory while on mushrooms. Yeah, while... <laughs> it sounds like this guy just loved fucking I'm not writing it off, though. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And so his idea was that... No, it, it is interesting, yeah. Since they ate these mushrooms, it, like, get... You know, made their society a more loving, open society. They didn't worry about as many things. So what that led them to do is challenge ideas, be open to new thoughts, and that's what led them to this huge growth in brain size. Uh, it's it's uh, Jimmy Winkleman all over again. Yeah, this is this is Jimmy Winkleman fringe, but. Uh, I mean, I don't I mean, think it is much of a conspiracy. I feel like, like I feel uh, like they'd be together. Like monkeys would be together for survival, which is like the basic human instinct. Over, oh, I ate a mushroom. Now I love you, man. Well, no, yeah, not necessarily that. But he was saying, you know, there were less feuds in between the monkey. I guess the monkey tribe. Maybe like they people. had monkey treaties. Yeah, who knows? Who knows, <laughs> who knows what happened? But yeah, that's his idea. The monkey treaties, just like they exchange like three bananas each and <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> oh my god uh, Yeah Alright You know what We're actually at a great time To take a break so Nick's gotta take a pee She's gotta go Pee pee So We'll be right back this is the point of no return, I can never go back Life without parole, upstate, shackled and trapped Living in the hole, looking at the world through a crack But fuck that, I'd rather shoot it out and get clapped I've gone too far, there ain't no coming back for me Auschwitz gas chamber full of Zyklon B Just like the Spanish exterminating Tainos Raping the black and Indian women, creating Latinos Motherfuckers made me out of self-righteous hatred And now you got yourself a virus Stuck in the matrix, a suicide bomber Strapped and ready to blow Lethal injection, strapped down, ready to go Don't you understand, they'll never let me live out in peace Concrete jungle, guerrilla war out in the streets Nat Turner with the sickle, pitchfork and machete The end of the world, motherfucker, you not ready This is the point of no return and nobody can stop it Malcolm Little when he knelt before Elijah Muhammad The comet that killed the dinosaurs, changing the earth They love to criticize
criticize, they always say I change for the worse Like prescription pills when you misusing them, nigga The Templar Knights when they took Jerusalem, nigga And figured out what was buried under Solomon's temple Al-Aqsa, the name is not coincidental I know too much, the government is trying to murder me No coming back like cutting your wrists open vertically How could the serpent be purposely put in charge of the country? Genetic engineered sickness spread amongst me My people are so hungry that they attack without reason Like a fucking dog ripping off the hand that feeds him Immortal technique is treason to the Patriot Act So come and get me motherfucker, cause I'm not coming back This is the point from which I can never return And if I back down now, then forever I burn This is the point from which I can never retreat Cause if I turn back now, there can never be peace This is the point from which I will die succeed Part 2, what's going on? Me? No? You're not going to say we're back or anything? No, I said, no, that's... Talk about that, the song we played? I said part two, what's going on? I made right. into a little jingle. Well, <laughs> the ASU-Mizzou football game... Mm-mm. What? What? No. No. I was just saying, what's up? You're saying... You said, mm I said, I, that, sorry, I was just like, oh... I was excited. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, during it, ASU is talking about doing a blackout. We are. ASU when, is of... doing. We're doing a blackout with our. We have brand new jerseys. We have a brand new logo, and they're very. Anthony, do you want to bring them up and show Anthony? You should guys should look up ASU's. Bring them up and uniforms. show Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> or show Nick. Whatever. ASU uh, new logo. Mizzou's colors are black and gold. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have new logos. That looks pretty exactly nice. like our uniform. Well, except for the logo. We're, we're wearing the blackout uniforms, and uh, Mizzou, Mizzou can wear something else. <laughs> but Mizzou plays black. But I'm, what I was saying is, you guys are planning to come on down to ASU. Mm-hmm. They moved the game up to Friday night. What was it before? Saturday. So you'd have to come down on like Thursday night or Friday early Friday morning. Well, why is this better? It's not a big deal. It's not well, big. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm no. letting you know. I'm letting you know, so you don't think like, oh yeah. I'm letting you know in advance. Well, thanks. For Scheduling. A lot. Scheduling. Could have told me earlier. <laughs> they just announced <laughs> it. They just changed it. They, by the way, people, if you guys, we'll talk a little bit of just a tiny bit of sports. Hey, we don't we'll normally talk some sports because you don't talk about it unless you have a guest on that doesn't know shit about them. But go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> Mizzou football and ASU football are will both. Should both be ranked because we're playing UC Davis and Mizzou's playing some other scrub. Who's our quarterback? I, I don't. What I don't Talk even know who Mizzou it. quarterback is I next year. Uh, we got Brock Osweiler lost, from Montana. We, well, I know, uh, oh, we lost uh, Chase Dude, he's, Daniels' he's like six, little eight. brother. You, no, you mean, yeah, yeah. What name? about Tyler? Wait, Tyler Gabbert? No, is he Tyler Gabbert. Gabbert, Gabbert not Dan- See, don't even talk. To me Where did Tyler Gabbert go? Tyler Gabbert wasn't going to start, and so he left. Where's he, where'd he leave? Like know. a little white pussy. That's my favorite Mike Tyson quote. <laughs> Have you ever seen Mike that? Mike Tyson. My favorite Mike Tyson quote is just the whole broken back interview. The that's whole... all. That's always <laughs> been my favorite. Have you seen the one where he freaks out at the press conference? Yeah, I've oh seen them all. My. I've seen them all. I'm scared, like a little white pussy. Yeah. That's the best. Mike you Tyson. You can't beat that Mike Tyson quote. I watched a documentary on Mike Tyson, and there's no way he's not crazy. He's crazy. He's on, he's on camera, 
And he, he's talking about when he went on the TV show with his wife, and they got interviewed, and his wife was saying that, like, Tyson beat her up and stuff, and Tyson just sat there all quiet. And he said that, she said that he raped him, he sat there all quiet. He's like, if I would have freaked out, I can't even do a Tyson approach. He's like, if you, if I would have freaked out, then that's what you would have been expecting. Yeah, I've raped girls, but I didn't rape her. I'm like, what? You just can't say that. Yeah, man. Oof. Yeah, I've raped girls, but I didn't rape I'll her. I'll eat your babies. Oh, my God. I love I love it. He's out of I control. broke my back. <laughs> yeah, you do, do the I whole almost want to cue up that interview. Do the whole skit. No, nah, I'll cue it up, it. man. I'll cue it up. Cue it up. Talk something while I'll cue it up, Anthony. Anthony's looking at some shit on I'll Reddit. talk Reddit while, uh, while you cue it up. Yeah, Nick, right. Reddit. How do you feel about it? Uh... I dig just because I didn't know about the sub sub edit sub re-edits. Sub I just like the layout of dig better, and I don't like browse it a lot. I just like look at it really quickly, glance if there's anything that interests me, and then exit out. And like rarely something interests me. No, yeah, you definitely need Reddit. And uh, I I just started using Reddit, and I love it because of the subreddits. The subreddits are key. Give me an example, some good subreddits. Well, okay, for instance, some of my favorite subreddits are in. The vein of Jimmy Winkle and I have a conspiracy subreddit. Where I, I like that. Reddit's conspiracy I theories. Like that. There's a good psychology subreddit. Man, Jimmy doesn't even care about 9-11 conspiracy theory. It doesn't get crazier than that. Yeah, that, that, is, the, that is the biggest conspiracy. It's like the most relevant to our lives, and he doesn't even give a shit. Anyway, what are some... I got um, a cooking subreddit. Yeah, Earth porn. Earth, earth porn. porn. Which earth porn is... Isn't that just regular porn? No, it's awesome pictures of the earth. Oh. And they're all like really high quality and stuff. I, I need to See, like, subscribe I get my, to that I, subreddit. I get my background pictures. Wow, from that wow! I need like to that. subscribe. You have to remind me of that. Mm-hmm. Later. I feel like yeah. aliens would look at our porn and be like, "That's Earth porn." <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, do you know what first world problems are? I love the first world problems yeah. joke. I have a subreddit for just first world problems. Oh my god! And then I also have food porn, which is like Earth porn only with food, good food. And then, you know, there's, like, gadgets. Can't they call it, like, land porn? Gaming. What? Earth porn is just, like, regular porn, man. Mm-mm. No, no. <laughs> no I'll have to get into that. Oh, here's the interview. All right, guys. Here's the interview. Or, yeah, here's the interview. And he said something to you in your ear that nobody could hear. What exactly was it that he said? Uh, to be honest, how much... He says you need to stop bullshitting and be serious. You're not serious. That's why you out here playing around. He said the truth. And he is right, isn't he? Yeah, he is. By the way, look at his face. I'm just happy to be back in Memphis and give a interview. decent show. And I'm glad Brother Clifford gave me a fight. And people don't understand the business. When you show your love and respect when you fight one another. Because that's how we elevate our lifestyle. We take care of our fighters, our family. So we can't say, hey, I'm scared to fight anybody. And closely, we're both Muslim big brothers. We owe each other to fight each other, to elevate our life. Mike, were you really sick this week? What was the problem? I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You broke my back, back is broken. What, a vertebrae or, or what well, portion? Spinal. You did that in sparring? No, I did it... Um, by a motorcycle accident, the doctor discovered I was doing my sit-ups 2,500 a day with my 20-pound weight, and one oh, day I my. couldn't move anymore. And I asked the doctor, what's wrong? And he said, um, believe it or not, it's weird. your back is broken slightly. <laughs> so are you in pain right now? Did you take some type of injection? Um, or how did no, you, how did well, you make it to this fight? I can't take an injection. You know you're going to test me, but um, all praise be to Allah. I don't know. I don't even know. I'm as happy... 
that I'm fighting and I punch him well and accurate. Got my trainer, Freddie Roach, um, Robin Lewis. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Tyrone <laughs> Were Bull. you ready for this fight, Mike? I mean, uh, your trainer advised you four days for ready before the fight not to fight. Uh, were you ready? No, but I'm obligated. And got to be a man and fight. I, I've canceled too many fights in my career, and I wasn't afraid. I didn't want anybody to think I was afraid. And he needed the money. I'm, I'm always in need of money, <laughs> and I'm glad the both of us did. I have so much respect for him as a man. You know, he's a good man. I respect him. And he's a friend of mine. And, and I realized um, when Sugar Ray Robinson and Henry Armstrong fought, and that was Robinson's hero, um, Henry Armstrong went up to him and said, if you're my friend and you care and remind me, you would fight me. You know I need money, and that's how it is with fighters. Fighters should understand that. Don't say you don't want to fight. And when a man says he doesn't want to fight you, that's disrespecting you because he knows you need you to make a living. You both needed each other in this instance, Mike. Let's take a look at it. funnier Mike Tyson quotes than that? I mean, yeah. Have but... you seen the one where he's like, uh, I know you trained hard for this fight. He's like, nah, I didn't train at all. I'm only in it for the money at this point. I was like, what? You can't just say that, Mike. He's he's out of control. You have to watch that Mike Tyson documentary. It's called Tyson. Yeah, it's called Tyson. I heard it's supposed to be pretty good. It's pretty weird. I heard that it's supposed to be pretty good. You heard that it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear that it is good. No, nah, I didn't hear that it's good. I hear I hear that other people like <laughs> heard this heard that it's good. <laughs> I see where you're going with that, yeah. man. You know what I've been doing the past fourteen days of my life? What's up? I've been playing Minecraft. Minecraft. I'm out of the the Minecraft closet. It's uh it's pretty fucking addicting. What do you do? It's uh Drew, do you know what Minecraft is? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit it's aware. It's like a I'm... little bit of Little Big Planet World. What's it called? A PlayStation? Little Big, little little big, big planet. planet. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You play online. I don't really play single player. And like you just start out and it's daytime and you have to like build a house so you get protected when night when the monsters come out. You pretty much just like build a city out of that. It's, it's pretty much just that. You just mm-hmm. build stuff. And it's like... It's like, what, 15 euros, which is like $20, but you get all the updates, and it's pretty new in its development. Actually, I think they're making a ton of money off of it, because it's like a huge internet phenomenon. Yeah, and, uh, yeah it's blown up. It's big on Reddit. It's, is it big on Reddit? Huge. It's Minecraft.net, and uh, you can actually play in the browser, too. I'd pay the $20, so it's so fun to play with your friends. If you get on Skype, you just build stuff all day. It's pretty nerdy. Uh, Anthony's pulling up right now. Oh, he's, he's he might download it. <laughs> it's twenty dollars though. But I know you're a fan of the indie games, and this is a pretty good indie game. Yeah, yeah. I actually bought. Oh, bringing up bringing up talk from past podcasts. He likes the, He always likes the indie games. He's got to get into this one. You know what? Another indie. All right, here you go. I was actually. Uh, I played Minecraft. I got. I bought it when it was in alpha for like ten bucks. Really? And so yeah, I still. So do you get account. beta? Well, yeah, I should still have my account. I probably just have to. I'll have to give you the IP address of the server I play on after mm-hmm. we're done. But um, yeah, I love that. And you know another indie game I love, which you can buy on Xbox and PlayStation, Castle Crashers. Yeah. Have you played Castle Crashers? I never have. No. Oh my god! It's like one of the that like, you have to buy it. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's like you know the website Newgrounds.com. Yeah. They help produce it, I guess, and it's just like a hack and slash 
where you upgrade your character, but they just have, like, really trippy levels and, like, really trippy bosses and stuff, and it's, like, the most addicting game you'll ever play. You have to download it. It's crazy. It's so good. Post is firing up the Minecraft. Nice. That's... <laughs> We're having a live Minecraft. We're having a live Minecraft session. Post is gonna. Uh, oh, his account still works. Oh my god! Here goes my social life. Wow! Right in front of, right in the podcast. This is the last. Right. No, we, we we're not gonna be talking Minecraft the entire rest of the no, day. No, just, just we can't. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. But it's definitely a game worth checking out because if you're a fan of, I don't know, it's just fun to explore and you can build anything you want and. There's different regions. There's the Nether region, and there's all yeah. this stuff. The Nether region. The Nether mm. region. <laughs> Sexual. <laughs> what? What are you even talking about? The, the Nether, Nether regions. regions is this hell region. You have to build a portal out of like obsidian and all this stuff. And Some people would call other people's Nether regions hell. <laughs> Mine itches like hell. Just kidding, but it does ooze pus like hell. <laughs> Better go get that cured man. I'm Would time you ever get a syphilis you. test? Let's talk about this. No. You know what they have to do for the syphilis test post? It involves a Q-tip in your urethra. Oh goodness! Wow. If, Ooh, if, I, I, even if I, I knew. mean, if it, if it was nece- if uh, if it was necessary, yeah, I would. No. Fuck that. Just say, all right, I have syphilis. <laughs> Like, if it's at that point, then I have it. Just treat me like I have syphilis. Stay away. Might as well. How about this? Just don't get syphilis. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure no one plans on getting syphilis. I think a couple of people probably have planned on getting a little syphilis. I don't know, I don't know what you <laughs> Name a situation in which someone would want to get syphilis. Unless... Somebody... Say, eh, all right, here we go. Somebody makes yeah. a pact with their yeah. lover. Yeah. That has syphilis, that they will willingly grab the syphilis as to convince their partner that they won't cheat. Because they know they'd just be spreading syphilis. That. You want to unpack that one? I can't even think about it. You're telling me of all the people in this world that have syphilis, that's not like one occurrence? Just one? No. It could be, man. It could be. It really could be. (laughs) <laughs> he's always doubting you I think that's the root of this issue he is. Anthony always every pod chat he always doubts me between this or the bear apocalypse whatever else it is the bear apocalypse is so less likely than a zombie apocalypse <laughs> how do you explain the Berenstein Bears man? how about we talk about this one is the book first page does the cover count as the first page oh, t- fucking t- Tony t- Gaia Jesus Christ or uh, the book is it the, Choco Taco or Choco Taco the first taco? page is not the cover <laughs> it's the first it's, page it's, is not the cover it's Choco Taco not Choco Taco Choco Taco it's Choco Taco <laughs> you want to explain this conundrum to them because there's you, wait, you say it's Choco Taco. What's chocolate? Chocolate. So it's Choco Taco, but that doesn't rhyme. I yeah, it doesn't rhyme. They're well, dumb. that's stupid marketing. Exactly. Oh, see, you don't play along with it. Exactly. Well, I'm not dumb. one of the dumb people that says it's Choco Taco. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Tony would have a further argument for that. You know that. Yeah. You need to have a debate between Tony and Scott. Yeah. That dude, Tony Gaia. 
Tony Guy, if you're listening right now, you're you've gotten super smart. Congratulations. <laughs> He's always been super smart. I know. Yeah, yeah. Dude, but- the best thing is this. This involves two uh, two past people on the pod chats. Is Jimmy? Jimmy loves to be number one and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows this is why he's successful in his business. Yeah, dude. But he likes to be number one. And every time he talks about physics, I always slip in. Oh, yeah. Tony Guy was always better than you at that, though. <laughs> and he hates it. He's like, no, man. No, Mr. Johns might have had, like, he liked him more. He liked him more. He has, like, flashbacks yeah, in the current it's like nightmares. Flashbacks. Yeah. He's like, no, no. It's like his trip tonight. Whenever you mention Tony Guy's business. One of these too, days, like, Jimmy, if you're ever on the podcast, beware. We might have Tony Guy, like, call in. <laughs> you can have a physics guest. off. <laughs> we need to have a physics off. Some some quantum physics. I'm like, just... for as nerdy as you are, Jenny, Tony Gaia made a physics slideshow that involves zombies. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like... <laughs> that was great. That is awesome. That was, that is it was amazing. physics right it was. there. That was like the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. He knows all about the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Man, the zombie apocalypse is... <laughs> I'm showing him the server IP. It's nothing... Yeah. It's nothing big. It's just nerdy stuff that you want no part in. Minecraft. Well, we've been talking about Drew's wanted to learn more about technology, especially since we've been making this website and everything for podcasts. We've been talking Dude, about. I've been getting a, into uh, Photoshop again. Really? Yeah. We've been talking about having a. Uh, Chris, more podcasts logos. Having like an informative, yeah. <laughs> informative technology pod chat that yeah i was like yeah definitely won't do that <laughs> <laughs> i like like photoshop dumb shit yeah Not like no like memes yeah like yeah. oh my god stuff like that yeah i don't i don't like the photoshop i don't know i'll try it i'll do it whatever i got nothing better to do with my life go on we were talking about how uh it'd be a good idea to do like an informative technology pod chat where drew just asked me a bunch of questions or whatever and we oh. just like talk about. You should just tell us questions to ask, and then we'll ask you them. Well, yeah. I wouldn't know where to start, though. Or we should have people call in. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should have people call in. <laughs> Nick was winking like a faggot. <laughs> See, there you go again. Or people are never going to be on the radio. People I don't can... expect to be on the radio. <laughs> people can tweet questions at us. You can't drop the hard F in 2011 on the radio. Yeah, you can. Perez People, be all I am a believer in the Oh, fact you know what? Speaking of the word faggot. I had no fucking dislike towards you take homosexuals a, at all. You take a, friends. Uh, what's his name? What's his name stance on it? Uh, who's that comedian? That really offensive one. Really offensive one. That really offensive left. one. <laughs> that really offensive one. He's on Netflix. Uh, his TV show... Uh, oh, oh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Oh, Louis C.K. Nice. You take his stance. It's just a word. I understand yeah. that. But speaking of the word faggot, yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about the? You guys not might not have an opinion on this. The odd future craze. I have n- no clue what the odd future craze is. You don't? I honestly, have no clue. Never listen to any of odd no. future. Have you? Um, I think so. Didn't you show it to me one time? Yeah, I think I did. It's a craze now. Well, it's a it's like a group. It's like a collaboration of rappers. A lot of white suburban kids, such as myself, because I'm a white suburban kid, but I Mm -hmm. I don't say this. Will say that they're the next Wu Tang Clan, which I don't know. They're pretty good. They have a 16 year old rapper named Earl, who's probably their best. 
Wow. And uh, he's like really good, but uh, they, there's a lot of controversy around them because a lot of their lyrics revolve around like raping women and uh, taking crazy drugs. And taking stuff. crazy drugs, even though they don't do drugs, they've said that. But it's like there's a lot of like a lot of people will say that they're glorifying rape, and uh, I you just gotta hear some of these lyrics. I think they're all right. Yeah. I don't get offended by it. They say a lot of shit just to piss people off. Yeah. And people lose sight of that. Like, in the same song, one of the guys says he doesn't listen to Immortal Technique but loves Waka Flocka. And I was just like, what? Waka Flocka. I was like, all right, you're just saying shit to piss Immortal people Technique, off. people. I'm, I may just have Immortal Technique for all three songs today. Oh, my God, you should. I love Immortal Technique. He's just, my favorite what? rapper. And he's coming out this year. With uh, the same guy that Guess pr- what, has people, produced you, on Karis, you guys, one you, most death. That, that mid-break, I hope you enjoyed that Immortal Technique song, whatever that was. <laughs> the first song was Harlem Streets. <laughs> the second song, we don't know. The second song, we haven't chosen great one. Yet. And guess what, we're ending later on an Immortal Technique song. Which will also be great, which yeah. we don't know yet. <laughs> which we don't know yet. <laughs> which, is all you, which is all you need to know, is that we don't know. But yeah, he's coming out with a new CD this year, and I forgot what the producer's name was, but it, he... You like KRS-One? KRS-One. Not the Sublime song. I'm not familiar. Do you like, you know MF Doom? Yeah, I know MF Doom. MF Doom's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Most Def, though. (laughs) He's on another level. The best thing going to hip-hop today, I'd say. Yeah. All around, like, I don't think of anyone who doesn't like Most Def. Has he planned another CD? CD? I don't know. I'm not too up to, to date on any of his news. Last I heard was the Aesthetic. Is that the last thing you came out with? Yeah, it was 2009. I can listen to that CD every day of my life. Yeah. Like, that's something that yeah. never gets old to me. I feel like. I love Most Def. Yeah, Most, <laughs> Most Def is fantastic. Most Def it's unbelievable. I got the, at my work the other day, I got to put on Most Def Radio on Pandora. Oh my. We might have to put that on. Later. Just for the rest of the pod chat. Just for the red. <laughs> <laughs> Just have them listen to the most F radio on Pandora. Absolutely. You I thought what? Pandora was shutting down. Really? Uh, they better not. I didn't hear that. Like a long time ago, I thought they were going to. But I guess they added ads. Maybe. I subscribe to Pandora 1. I get huh. no commercials and uh, How much I get unlimited. It? It's uh, $36 a year. Okay, but like, say you want to listen to something. Like, I know when you type in an artist's name, it'll play like a song by them. And it'll play similar songs. Can you just get it to play a certain artist? Uh, no, you cannot. Oh. You should get into... Do you guys like Last FM? Yeah. Last FM, I think, is amazing. It's yeah. just like Pandora, but... If, yeah, uh, it, some people like Slacker Radio also. Oh, what's that? It's basically like a Pandora, except, I don't know, some people like... Well, what Last Pandora. FM does is it, it, lists, or it keeps track of everything you listen to, so it will like, generate charts like... Your favorite songs the past three months, six months, year, all time. I think that's pretty cool. There's like a social networking side to it too. But then like you can play your recommendation, like your recommended radio. And you don't like type in a band, but it takes like how much you listen to each band and plays recommended songs. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. I like the Pandora, or the, yeah. uh, the last FM. After Music all that technology. plug, I fucked up the between Between it. that kind of technology and, and Shazam... How the fuck Shazam fucking works weird. is crazy. How does it work? Um, I don't know. It probably just analyzes it and breaks but it. But that's down. crazy that oh, you can just bam, 
put it up to a speaker. One, two, three. Oh, here it is. You can buy it also. If you want to buy it? I know. Technology. Everything's getting more integrated. It's getting nuts. And hopefully, I'll be a part of that someday. I don't know. My majoring in uh, double majoring in what? Well, right now I'm doing computer science and IT, but I'm thinking about switching to electrical and computer engineering, which it's a lot. Yeah, it'd be intense, but you're into some. We're gonna talk about people into some nerdy shit. You're into some nerdy shit. My class. You were over the other day, and well, not the other day. I'm gonna say the other day from now on. Yeah, it could be longer than the other day. Yeah, but it happens sometime. In the history of our planet. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I do that too. In the history of the timeline of the universe. You were over and you are like, yeah, I've been writing programs. I'm like, oh, show me a program. I was expecting like, nuts. like something, like a program, like Hello World. And he's like, oh, he showed me all the, like hundreds of lines of code, whatever. I'm like, what does this do? And you're like, all right, well, if there's a grid and all the lights are blue, it changes them to red. Yeah, I, I was like, what the, the fuck? fuck? What? What? what the hell? You're writing programs for like a roller coaster? <laughs> no, yeah, our labs are the most random things ever. It just it was like three-hour coding sessions. <laughs> I'm like, getting what the fuck? Hopefully. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know anything about that. A grid? Can you explain that? It was just, okay, just, if you imagine... Like, How much code was this, first of all? I don't know, probably 100, 200 lines. I mean, I could look it up for a little bit too much. Shit. I mean, it was just, if you had a grid, and it was colors, just imagine a grid of colors, it would go through, and it's it, you would set a starting position, and start... And then it would just go, oh, is this color next to me the same color? If it wasn't, it would change it to the next color, and it would go through. It's just and, like, change so all the wild. Colors. That is program. pretty crazy. Some yeah, of the programs you guys probably have to make are just like, why? I think I'm getting You're out probably just of like, it. fuck you, really? Like, if I get out of EC, or if I do EC instead of CSNIT, then I'll do less programming. So. Yeah, I didn't. English, please! <laughs> change the majors and stuff. That was Sal that said that. <laughs> that's a lie <laughs> but yeah that's fine how's marketing going Drew? marketing's going slowly what do you have to learn in marketing? I mean you don't start really marketing until your senior year at all it's just more business for now so just really? yeah I just took uh, computer information systems How, uh, what, what do you want to get into exactly? just I, I would like to get into some type of uh, inter, uh, online marketing or marketing on the, on the uh, marketing. e-marketing. Nice. E-marketing. That's where it's at. I think that's where the future is between, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in Twitter. Oh, you're going to be so fucking for marketing. Rich. I'm going <laughs> to be a big believer in Twitter for marketing. <laughs> Just say And uh, I don't know. I'm not creative enough, I feel. You're I don't not know. creative enough. I'll I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like marketing has a lot to do with creativity, and I hope that Podchats is a great expression of my creativity. At a certain extent. That in your stand-up. And my stand-up, which has been on hold for a while. You know what you should yeah, do? Now we should do, do a podcast stand-up and we'll have a laugh track. Yeah, now that, now, no! that, now that we do podcasts, you should record some of your stand-up and we can release it when we get our sign-up and running. I'm not too comfortable with that. I think <laughs> I think you should do it. Yeah. I should. Oh, you haven't done stand-up in a while. I haven't done stand-up in a while, though, yeah. Although it would be nice to go back to the funny bone tomorrow night. I wouldn't be able to make. Uh, yeah, when if, people, if you go to the funny bed, when people, we can announce it to people on people open mic night, 
people bomb. There was this guy who went up. I'm confident enough to not bomb an open mic night. There's this guy who went up. I mean, but it could totally happen. It could totally happen. No, but you've gone up before on open mic night. Yeah, I have. I didn't bomb. So if nothing else, you can always revert to old material. Yeah. But, uh,. This guy went up there. He had he was like mentally retarded, kind of handicapped, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. And he went up there. And he was, he was one of the funniest guys there. He went up there and was like, "I got these Rams cheerleaders to." Sign. No, 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 no. no. I, 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 know the exactly. I know you the joke exactly. I know the joke exactly. Okay. He was like this guy. It, this was, was okay. So this guy, this guy was like he looked like a methed out monkey, <laughs> like he was going crazy, and nobody was laughing. And his jokes were terrible. But at one point, he told, did tell a joke that me and Nick were cracking up at. And it, the joke consisted of, yeah, so I went and, I went to this Rams cheerleader signing and I got, my autograph, I got my autograph from all the Rams cheerleaders. And one of the cheerleaders wrote, like, love Britney. And I was like, bitch, you don't love me. If you love me, you'd be sucking my dick. <laughs> And me and Nick were just, we were just cracking because you have to imagine this guy's just been bombing, yeah, bombing, (laughs) and nobody else laughed at that joke. But that joke, after him just continuously bombing, was so funny. I heard a really funny joke the other day. Spilled beans. How do you find a vegan at a party? How? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Wet Hot American Summer deleted scene of Gene. Have you seen it? Does it? No, I don't think I have. Christopher Maloney is a fantastic comedic actor. Yeah, Christopher Maloney in general. Well, yeah, Law and Order SVU is a great show. Yeah, Wire's better. But uh, oh, he's (laughs) on the Wire. No, but it's the same type of show, kind of. I know he's on Oz, isn't he? What? No, I mean like Law and Order. Oh yeah, but he was on one of. I think he was on Oz. The man, I don't know. Whatever, doesn't matter. I don't know. Same kind of shit. What on American Summer is really funny. You have to see the deleted scene with the corn and the vegan. I don't think that's deleted. Though I think that's in. Is that not in the movie? No, Hmm. it's not. I've seen that movie so many times. I think I've seen that movie the most out of any movie. I have that movie on DVD. So do I. So do I. Went on American Summer. That needs to be your Netflix NCQ recommendation. Yeah. He's been saying he's going to do it for a while, but... No, he said... He said, uh... Evil... uh, evil, Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Alive's really good. Really fucking good. Yep. Peter Jackson. Actually, fuck it. That should probably be your Netflix recommendation. Peter Jackson, Dead Alive. Dead alive. But when was the last time you? I remember. I like when you mentioned that. Uh, Tony's like, yeah, I don't like the gore. Yeah. Do you remember what happened when we watched it that first time at Chances? No. He was like, I didn't mind the couch. <laughs> no. Was that Tony? Was that Tony? I don't know. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, this is was like it Brian Lewis. No, it was yeah. not Brian. What Lewis. what year did he leave? Did he leave in Dude, between? Brian. He left Lewis. in between seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, he, every day he'd be like, "I'm leaving school," and he never would. Yeah, and then one day he said it, and he actually left. And I was like, "Well, I never got a good bye because that boy cried wolf about five thousand times." Yeah, <laughs> Brian Lewis. Sorry, Brian, if you didn't get the formal goodbye, it was just because he always... You cried the fuck wolf. I saw him uh, when I did track in high school. Yeah, yeah, we, we saw him. Yeah, yeah. Man. And we're doing the old, old shot S&D. and this. Old S&D. Oh, S&D was great. God. S&D was so fun. 
CCP S and D. We are the masters of S and D. The greatest. I mean, that joke never gets old. It doesn't. <laughs> you know, it'd be really awesome if you guys made T-shirts or something. We almost we did. talked about it. <laughs> no. Exactly. I know. <laughs> CCP S and D, you know, and then the back is like get bronzed. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's one oh, of those right. You need to have clans on here to for talk one about of our S&D. practice. Yeah, from one of our practices, we grilled hot dogs and hamburgers and, and ate them. And all the other coaches, like um, all the other coaches, came and then over threw and them ate. away. Oh no, no, no! I'm just saying. No, yeah. I know that was pretty dumb. That was pretty dumb. <laughs> and ate them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on. All, yeah, the other all the other coaches came over. Like the rest of the track team was running, doing their own workouts. We were over there eating with all the coaches, and that was our practice for the day. And no, meanwhile, we ran out of buns. So me and Christopher Jansen, we should get Chris Jansen on this. Oh, that's who we need. That's who we need. Okay, Chris Jansen, you. Chris Jansen's one of those people that talk out the side of their mouths. And it's, uh, dude, I can, I it fits I his personality. I, love, I know, it's great. I can, I love It fits Chris his personality. Anyways, me and Chris Jansen got to drive Coach Grace's truck up Chaminade, uh, up Chaminade, and to Schnooks, pick up some buns and listening, George Strait. <laughs> Jeez. George Strait. And that's what we did for practice. Yeah. I, I, my favorite for CCP S and D was the Indian run, where the person that was passing everybody in the line was walking, <laughs> while we were quote unquote running. Wow, you guys slacked off. I bet everyone else hated you guys. No, they they kind of they probably did. They probably all hated us. The long distance guys. Oh, they're probably just like running by like douchebags, relaxed <laughs> people, grilling fucking hamburgers while I'm running ten miles. Yep. The lax. Do you have beef with the lax people? Oh yeah, dude. They we'd always practice. they'd yeah. always get their lacrosse balls and then they'd fucking like they throw them over there and then we'd take them because it's like all right after practice and they wouldn't come looking for them and then after we'd tell them like oh yeah we have your lacrosse balls like, we want them back. It's like well you weren't gonna get them anyways like. Oh, my. Yeah. The fucking lacrosse players. That's, <laughs> that's just such an insignificant... That's a first world problem yeah. right there. Oh Big my god. <laughs> that's your beef? That's our beef. We didn't oh, have that big of a beef. You didn't have that big of a just beef. Just parking yeah. lot after after practice parking lot. That was always a good time at Chaminade. Dude, was the parking what if lot you threw your after shot school there after practice and like lost them and then they were like oh we have your shot puts. we would never lose a shot put because we're not retarded <laughs> oh you need a lax and we don't throw and, and we don't throw the the shot put like more than four are you trying to say the lax kids are stronger no they just have a lighter they have ball. a fucking and rubber ball catapult well shot puts what like 12 pounds <laughs> they have like 11 to throw their ball with yeah Alright. I guess you guys have a point there. Maybe. The discus the discuses would sometimes get a little lost if mm-hmm. somebody threw wild. Uh you guys were talking about pulp fiction the other day. Oh, I love pulp fiction. You gotta look up on people at home have to look up on YouTube the I, you might have picked up on this in the movie, I didn't. The story behind Bruce Willis and his watch. I think I did. And his father. Maybe. In the war. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I didn't pick that up when I watched really? the movie. Not at all. What's up? You, you keep talking. You wanna, keep talking yeah, this will be the last thing. 
This will be the last oh, yeah. thing. Uh, that's yeah, we're running out of time. That's the only thing I gotta say anyway. Look it up on YouTube all right, if man. you're interested in that movie at all. Alright, man, <laughs> so here's the deal. We're gonna wrap up here, but might I say we might have another episode later this week, maybe with some little Scott Toman. I would, I would like that. I would. We might, in the future, have Christopher Jansen or a Tony Gaia versus Jimmy Winkleman physics off. Oh, yeah. I want Tony to prove that I'm right. Yeah. So, we will see you next time. And, wait, and hold on. You guys got anything else to add? Anything else? Any advice for people? Check any, out the Cosmos. Any, any lotteries, lottery oh, numbers? Shit. We should have talked about John Stewart in time. But that's alright. We'll move on. That was Talk good. about it a different time. Talk about it another day. Alright. We'll see you, people. Bye. This is Immortal Tech. <laughs> yeah, this is Immortal Technique song. <laughs> See ya. The one remix. Yo, one enterprises comprises the artists and the sound. The pen and paper plays my savior while I'm getting down. Pray for my neighbors as a favor for holding me down. Slave for my papers as I savor the weighted it pounds. It's underground with the blatant vibrations while he found. Facing a nation, complacent radio stations now. Stop hesitating and contemplating the way we patient. So I'm motivating and get them playing this shit we saying. Ain't no delaying in this war that we getting slated cause time's a waste and while we stand adjacent to abrasions they fails is more than flagrant and so I see the princess cages while I pound the pavement looking for payment saying fuck enslavement using the tools of old ancients announcing my engagement to this music that we making ain't no faking on tracks and we'll never come back immortal technique and again y'all niggas fear to rap it's like one love one music one people one movement one Heart, one, spark, one, 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 gift, one, lift, one, stance, one, shift, one, way, one, day, one, 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 one. Immortal technique in the trenches with my nigga Akir. A family survived the genocide so we could be here. And now we enterprise the aftermath, one in the same. Living the revolution till we catch one in the brain. And even then, my spirit will return in heavenly form and wipe the chessboard clean of my enemies' pawns. The red dawn, communist threat, buried and gone. So they invented a war, the government could carry on. It makes me wonder if the word of God is lost in a man. This is for the children of Iraq, lost in the sand. This is for the LSMCs that had never been known. And this is for all the soldiers that had never come home. I wrote this for Mumia. Stuck in the beast for people who march in the streets and struggle for peace. For hood niggas born rugged, never rocking Versace. Eddie Ramirez, cousin George, and my old friend Sashi. Chris from the block, and all my niggas stuck in a cell. Paul Wolfowitz, motherfucker, I'll see you in hell. My destiny's to show the world that the music is real. Go back in time and play this shit for the slaves in the field. And for my children in the future that are waiting to breathe. People slowly dying, hanging on, waiting to leave. Believe when I'm Gone and this album's on a library shelf. I'll be one with God and one with you and everything else. One love, one music, one people, one movement, one heart, one spark, one, 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 one gift, one lift, one stance, one shift, one way, one day. Revolutionary Volume 2 
has been brought to you by the type of motherfuckers who ain't scared of shit. And if you play in this album, and I'm no longer here, sometime far away from when I recorded this, remember that history isn't the way the corporate controlled media made it look like. Read between the lines and free your mind. Revolution is the birth of equality and the antithesis to oppression. This is only built for real motherfuckers So when I'm gone Don't let nobody I never got along with Try to make songs kissing my ass Recycling my beats and my vocals This shit is real over here, man Thank you for listening And thank you for supporting independent hip-hop The heart and soul of our culture Keeping the truth alive Good night, my people Good night